Hey kids, you're about to listen to Comedy Podcast. That means I know this is medical advice. If you need medical advice, medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, aka the spookiest podcast on the beach. So lather up and get ready for some SPF, some spooky podcast fun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about, you know, how I've been using such technical medical terminology, such as pericardiosynthesis So I'll try to temper that terminology down to something more understandable in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. London, I'm surprised you didn't mention up top, uh, I mean, we're actually on location in this episode. We're, we're on location every single episode. Right. But on this episode, I mean, I feel like it's kind of tying into our current predicament. Dr. London and I, as the months started to get colder, we always head to the beach. Yes. Yeah, that's all right. We're surf, we're surf hounds. Like, I, yes. I, can I just can I say that? We can cut that out if that's like I if think, that's an, if you don't want that out. There. I think as of this recording, that could be a problematic term, uh-huh. and I don't know yet where we stand, like on the political correctness spectrum with that, or if or if things will change by the time, yeah. you know, like a, a patient comes to you and suddenly they see you in a different light because they're like, oh well, I heard you were a surf hound. Yeah. Yeah. So I, <clears throat> so we can, I guess we'll We're say on that the that's, beach. yeah. We're trying to escape the chilly weather, but unfortunately we cannot escape Halloween at Dr. London and the spooks <sighs> and the haunts have followed us to the sandy shores. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. the spooky shores right now, actually. Yeah. To call it's, them sandy, it would be accurate. I don't think you're yeah, it's, talking about it, the most interesting part of it. Like, I think if you came, if you were dealing with spooky stuff on the beach and you came home and you said the beach was sandy, I really think you'd be missing sort of the whole point. Well, I, the point of going to the beach, I think you'd be kind of on the mark with the, with the whole, it's sandy, but the, or like the beach is nice, whatever. But yes, there's also this fact that the beach is haunted. The beach is haunted. And uh, Dr. Linda and I have, unfortunately, I mean, we, I mean, it's, it's ghosts and ghouls for the most part. I, and I, I, I don't know if there's something. things like poltergeists or if there's little goblins or big feet or any of that stuff, but I, ghosts and ghouls, we've been sort of dealing with quite a bit. I mean, we, as surf hounds last night, we were trying to do a midnight surf Yeah, and this ghost, it must've been a, like a ghost of a lifeguard or something. He comes running up to us and he's like, Hey. The beach is clothed. Get out of here. You're not supposed to be here this late. It's dangerous to be out here in the middle of the night. So creepy. Yeah. That he... And I just want to say, because before he even came around, I was hearing all these whispers. I was hearing this... Like all this, sort of this receding and this... I don't know. You heard that too? Yeah. And you know what's... Only at the beach. And you know what's even scarier is that if I put a seashell up to my ear, I hear those same whispers. So I'm... I'm sorry. Like I've, I've had to try not to freak out while I've been out here. Um, 
haven't been doing a great job about that. No, because once again, the ghosts that keep coming. Honestly, I'd rather you freak out because you were to success. You were you successfully hit that ghost with your surfboard, knocked him straight out. Mm-hmm. We were able to Which, run back to our hotel. Yeah. By the way, super difficult to do when you are out on the water to pick up your surfboard and hit someone with it. Yes, that alone, I feel like. And like it's that, not like he was balancing on my surfboard or anything like that. No, no, I was no. just kicking, kicking hard. This was all one smooth motion of. Picking up the surfboard, popping up vertically out of the water, and mm-hmm. then smacking the lifeguard, knocking yeah. him unconscious until he, I guess, goes went to wherever ghosts go. I don't. After they I get mean, knocked I, unconscious. Look, I, and this is one of these things where, because people listening will probably be thinking, especially if you're new listening, you're probably thinking, like, well, I went here to learn about medicine. Right. And sure, uh, and we use a scientific method, but, like, we don't have a science for ghouls. Like, yes. that's not a. Nope. This was something completely out of what I have learned in my practice. So um, we're just Which trying to I, deal. I've mentioned before, I think that's the fault of your, your medical education, your, the schools you went to. Yeah. To not cover ghouls, to not cover any sort of the spookiness or any of the creepy crawlies that, you know, go bump in the night. Yeah. And these, and these ones go bump, especially whenever I hit them in the head with my surfboard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's... That's our producer, Cameron. Uh, and yes, we Hi. are recording on location at the beach. Well, I'm a little distance from the beach at this point because we... Whew, it's just so spooky. <laughs> uh, so anyway, also with us is Digital on the House. Digital on the House. It's so spooky. The creepy crawlies that you know go bump in the night. Yeah, and these and these ones go bump, and these ones go bump, and these ones go bump, and these ones go, and these ones go. And these ones go. These ones go. tells him he can expect some guests is that right i hope it's guests and not ghosts like i hope i wrote down guests um, i really really hope that's actually what it is because uh yeah okay. very close words <sighs> okay no i guess we'll, we'll we'll see um so so potentially look forward to that but but yeah i mean like i spoke to them on the phone you know they're normal yeah. people you know well, i I, I know those words are meant to be, you know, helping. Yeah. But when you say they're totally normal, you said that about the beach. The that same is true. Thing. I did call the beach. I said totally the normal. beach is completely normal. Yeah. There's not going to be we any get ghosts there. around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Yeah. So uh, you said the beach would be normal. Yeah. You said you, these guests are going to be normal. And I, I'm sorry. I just don't trust all of it. But in any case, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. 
this note comes from the stranger that's hiding behind your shower curtain currently. The note reads, quote, stop peeing so loudly. End quote. So I guess that's really... So normally we get feedback on the show Mm -hmm. from these, but really this is feedback for our listeners. You gotta stop peeing so loudly. Yeah, especially, I mean, I would say this guy who's popping up behind you in the shower, he... You know, you might be thinking, oh, no one's he- going to hear me when I pee in the shower. Yeah. But uh, this guy he's is right going there. to. And he's going to hear it and it's going to be gross because peeing in the shower is gross and no one does it. Yeah. Especially, and if he's in there and you're peeing on him, I'm just, now I'm, but like, I don't want to shame anyone if that's, you know what? I, I feel like we're going to get into a politically incorrect place with this if we say any more on it. Yeah, I mean, you can maybe talk about, like, is there a medical angle on someone who's pissing too hard? Like, someone whose piss stream is just, like, blasting at, at like, 90 miles an hour? Could that mean you something? Know, I, huh. Because, so normally, if there's going to be a problem, it'd be the opposite. You know, like, there's just a dribble, they, they can't The piss be- is too slow. Yes. It's going one yes. mile an hour. Yeah. It's, if you're measuring, nautical miles, Yeah. Um, so it's, but if it's, if it's just blasting, you're going to tear something, you know? So, well, yeah, so tear through cool the it. shower, like you're yeah. going to tear through the, the, your, your shower curtain. Yeah. Or your wreath or what, you know, whatever's getting in the path. Um, so I'd say, um, to this listener, maybe since they are telling you, please stop being so loudly, apologize. Definitely apologize. And then also, I mean, if you have any, I mean, uh, you probably have strong piss disease. I don't know exactly if there was a more technical term to that, but it sounds like you do have a disease that is going to blow your pee hole wide open, according to Dr. London. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And I wish that I could, you know, give further comment on that, but that is unfortunately not our medical lesson for today. Right. And I am contractually obligated to remain within this kind of lane because we will cover urology at some point so yeah hipaa has gone really weird this year and there's a lot of like podcast yeah. specific stuff yeah specifically with hipaa like it's it's just patient privacy laws that are affecting this which is yeah. odd because like i would have expected it to be you know maybe a licensing thing a continuing nope. education thing cme but no it's it's that but <clears throat> i think it's kind of like when politicians will attach some uh some bill of theirs to a bill they know they're gonna go through you know yeah and they kind of piggyback off that i think that a lot of the people who are sort of um make the changes in sort of hipaa uh, education and laws and all these things around it i think someone involved in that probably had a vendetta against us yeah because a lot of these new rules are very 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 specific to us yeah, and things that we always do, we always talk about, yeah. Well, because I, I try to teach so much. It says, like, you have to stick to the medical lesson. Yeah. Don't, like, go into other medical areas that you're not talking about on your podcast. It says <sighs> down here, please keep your shoes on Which in the podcast room. Has nothing to do with patient, I mean, confidentiality. Has nothing to do with any of that. But it's just really I'm, insisting that we keep our shoes on while we record. I don't want to do that. I just... I feel like that actually that would hold up in court really well. Um, like I could see how that would play into a lot of patient care. Uh, and I don't, you know what? Just but but can we leave it there for now? I just mm. 
if we complain about these laws the whole time, mm. I'm afraid they're just going to get more strict. Okay. I'll leave okay. it for now. All right. So anyway, to that listener, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have any more questions for us, feel free to reach reach out to us at, at Podcast on uh, social media. Um, but now for today's medical topic, Zanker diverticulum. Zanker diverticulum is an outpocketing of the posterior pharyngeal constrictor muscles. So part of the muscle in the upper throat is pushed out in such a way that it forms a little pocket known as a diverticulum. And this pocket can catch food and liquids that the patient's trying to swallow. So, oh, okay. So it's sort of like a second little mouth. I, In a sense, yeah. So, But the problem is... It's having like an extra little guy with you all the time. That's actually really neat and kind of sweet, Dr. London. I like this. You always talk about like when you do your medical lessons, it's always about like negativity. Oh, this person's, this in, their infection's getting bigger. Oh, if you eat too much of this, then this is what's going to happen to your body. So, And I think it's really fun to just, especially, you know, around this fun time of year to just uh, be talking about um, a cute little second mouth, a little buddy that you can have. How, so how do I get this? Yeah, I just, so let me, I, I need to finish. Just, I feel like you may have gotten the wrong impression. So this Zanker diverticulum, it leads to um, the patient presenting with dysphagia or difficulty swallowing. Because remember, there's, there's another pocket or, as you put it, mouth in the throat. So along with, they'll have severe halitosis. So they're bad breath, the, very bad breath. The second breath. mouth? The second mouth has horrible breath. Oh no, that's gonna be so funny when I like I'm like, hey, second mouth, breathe into my friend's face, and they have yeah. to smell it. And it's so stinky. Except it comes out of your own mouth too, so it's it's oh, your breath. Oh, that's sick. That's awesome. And so I can go up to my friends and I can be like, hey, smell this. Yeah, if that's that's who you want. So, so patients may also have a regurgitation of those food particles hey, that they can't London, swallow smell properly. This. No, I'm not going to... No, not again. No. Smell... Keep... No. I, oh. I mean, could it be worse than that? Mm. So, <coughs> oh, it's still in the air. Uh, patients yeah, may also have... a little, like, cloud. It's more... Yeah. Yeah, it's like a fog, really, I would say. Yeah. Well, it, it looks like visible spores. I... You, you're, the, you're the doctor scientist. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, patients may also have a regurgitation of those food particles that they couldn't swallow properly. Uh, this can lead patients to have aspiration pneumonia. It can lead patients to having a second dinner. That's awesome. So it's like, that is actually something I've thought about quite a bit is that, you know, I pay a lot of money, you know, 20, like 22 or $23 or whatever for like a really, really nice steak, right? Okay. Now I eat that. Now I've already spent the allowance you give me every week. Yeah. Even though I might want another one of those steaks, I can't do it until my next allowance. You spend your whole week's allowance on one meal? I mean, if I'm trying to get steak, yeah. That's all I've got is the $22. Yeah, I know that's all you got, but there's, you have to budget it. But I, if I if it comes back up later and I get to taste it all again, ooh, baby. That's, well, that's honestly the cheating the system. That's like a life it, hack. It doesn't come back it doesn't come back. It never goes down. That's the thing. It never reaches your stomach. Oh, so it's just like, it's like held there for later. So you still got to taste it and then uh -huh. you get another go at it later. Yeah. Just a rotted sort of 
the reason for the bad breath. Uh, so, so these patients can have aspiration pneumonia when contents of that diverticulum end up in the lungs. So if you oh, inhale it on hack. accident. I don't, I don't feel like it is. But in any case, to diagnose it, you'll diagnose it with a barium study. And repairs are actually made surgically because that's a, you know, now pouching. They have to surgically fix that. Uh, and I honestly, I wouldn't recommend this. You wouldn't recommend going to a surgeon or anyone to no, I, I deal with your stuff? I wouldn't that recommend is, I, obtaining I'm happy with you being team. honest because you are the first person to be like, oh, go to the doctor for, if your pinky toe hurts a little bit, just rush to the doctor and take, you know, all this medicine. Yeah, yeah, no, I am like that. And I, I would say, I would say just don't get zinc diverticulum, but I would say go ahead and get it surgically fixed if that's what your surgeon says to do. And is that what, is that what your surgeon said to do? Is that what you're saying? Your surgeon told everyone, your surgeon told you to tell everyone this? No, no, this is, I just, I know that that's how to fix this problem. That's what I'm, you know, do, you, do you want to just move Did, on? Maybe the surgeon who told you that is just trying to like get people like to not get the second little mouth voice to have a cool little buddy. So he has that as a unique factor. Does it have a, like a, does it have an accent or does it just sound like me? It doesn't sound at all, I don't think. I think it more just causes really bad breath because all this food is getting caught and rotting in your throat. Right. So you're okay, so you're saying that it hasn't learned any language yet, so it's not speaking, but that's something I could teach it. Well, its mouth is full. Oh, and that's too rude to be taught how to speak other languages is talking and, with your mouth full. And once again, horrible breath and also it could you know, get you sick with pneumonia could i guess technically could kill you through that way everything gets, can get you sick with pneumonia it doesn't matter okay well do, do you want to we, we can move on from there if that's yeah, all that's right fine. okay So, Cameron, you said that we have some guests today. Is that right? I said I certainly hope that we have guests today. Yes. Okay. I. You seem. Are you just still just nervous about the beach? Is that just? Or is it the 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 extra mouth thing? You seem on edge. Look at my handwriting on the word guest there. Oh, Does that no, look yeah. even anywhere near the word guest? It doesn't look any. Uh, it is, I don't know what even what that is. Okay, so we'll see what. What these normal guests or guests are like? Um, okay, uh, hello there. My name is Dr. LennonSmith.com, and this is our producer Cameron. Uh, what were Hi. your names? Hello, yes, I am Dr. Calvaria Aditio, and um, oh, uh, do, would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, yes, uh, thank you. My name is Gunther Marblenoggin. Marble Noggin. Is that... Hi, Mr. Mr. Noble Gargan? Is that Portuguese? You can just just call me Gunther. It's my name. Gunther. Okay. Are you sure we can't call you Mr. Dargle Vargan? I I just want to be respectful. It's Mr. 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 Nurgle. 
Mr. Jaw. Okay, Mr. Purple Nurple. Marble. Um, noggin. Is there a? I want I want to correct you, but at the same time, I'm so amused by your attempts. Okay, I'm sorry. It just we don't. I mean, what is where you have sort of an accent? Is that Are you Antarctican? Uh, Oh, are you from uh, the coldest oh, you, place on Oh, you Earth? picked up on it. Yeah, okay. Because we are at the beach and I wasn't sure, but I assumed. Yeah, yeah my very inconsistent Antarctican accent. Yeah, you picked up oh, on it. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah, it's funny. Everyone at this beach seems to be Antarctican. Almost every single person we've talked to, even though, I mean, it, it's so hot outside, so there's no way we accidentally like ended up in Antarctica and, you know, because of things going on because i thought in the it was universe. just the locals mm-hmm. yeah i assumed that it was just the locals but um yeah i don't i i i'm new here yeah. that's yeah. i guess that's what it boils down to oh sure sure there is a large population of antarcticans here uh at spooky shores yes spooky shores is that the, is that the, the, the actual of, official uh, name uh, of this place that, Yes, the sign just out front. Oh, wow. It says Spooky Shores. Welcome. You told yes. me that sign was a fake, Cameron. Um, I said it looked like a fake. I said, notice how the E's are different in the word? Yeah. And then I okay. said, so it's Photoshop. And you said, oh, so it's fake. And I said, yeah. Oh, no, we definitely spell spooky, S-P-O-O-K-E-E. And then up, Shores mm-hmm. is correct. There, there is the little spooky umlaut, the Antarctic umlaut. There over the second, second O. Okay, and you, I, I think today is going to be a huge cultural lesson because I am so unfamiliar with this Antarctican spelling and words and grammar. But you know, I'm, I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to learn. So oh, well, great. And um, oh, now where did he go? Uh oh. Hmm. Oh. Oh, is there, right, is there someone else? Yeah. Oh, oh to me? there he is. Yes, come, come on over. Come on. Yeah, that's me. I'm uh, uh hello everyone. I'm Wally. I'm Wally Gromitz. I'm also from Antarctica. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, hello there. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you know that accent. It's, and so that's also Antarctican. Yeah. Is this one of those regional Antarctican things? Like exactly, yeah. Yes. Right, I was raised yeah. in, the, like, in the Antarctic base amongst the penguins, yeah. and this is what the penguins sound like. Okay, you know I don't listen to penguins as much as I should. You but, should. Yeah, they say some interesting yeah, I don't things. Think I've ever. I don't think I've ever listened to a penguin at all. What? Wait, what? What are the things that they're saying to you that are so interesting? Um, sometimes they say, uh, Master Bruce." The only way mm-hmm. to rise is to fall. And other times oh, wow. they just go like, Bleh! Okay. Which do they do more? Uh, yeah, usually the second one. Sometimes they have good yeah. advice, you know? It seems, it seems like the first one would require a lot more context. Right, that seems like in very specific scenarios. You usually but again, have to fall first, yes. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Among the, you know, it's it's once that again. I feel like I'm being close. You're not a here. doctor of people, Doctor London. You're a doctor of medicine. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So so I'm sorry. What what brings all of you here together? I see one of you. You said you're a doctor. Mm, doctor yes. Aditio. Am I saying that right? Um, y- yes, you are. But you can just call me Doctor Cal if you prefer. Okay, I Dr. I Cal. keep it rather informal. But um, yes, I am the local doctor here. Uh, my family has been here for generations, uh, and we are all 
um, you know, healing professionals, just a long, long, long family line, family history, really. And um, now Wally is one of my patients. Yes, uh, that's correct. Oh. Yes. Yes. And then uh, Gunther is uh, a little bit on the fence about becoming one of my patients. Um, and he felt that it would be a good idea to have a second opinion about uh, the procedure that I specialize in. And I figured you would be the best option um, as a fellow physician. Yeah. So, so, so Gunther, uh, this doctor that you don't trust asked you to come on a podcast with her and you said yeah sure well in antarctica our number one source of information is uh the podcast and mm. so i thought oh, i go to yeah. the experts and i get the information as my accent yeah. slips further and further into other antarctican dialects mm. mm-hmm. see this is why gunter i think that you would benefit from my treatment is this exactly well, what, yeah what kind of healing treatments do you do you do doctor oh, sure so um i originally started out in just simple homeopathic medicine uh essential oils and reiki mm-hmm. healing uh things of that nature but i recently uh can sorry i have a question about oops, the essential oils sure can i mix tea tree oil and peppermint oh definitely yes they don't say on the box if i'm allowed to mix them and i feel like i might get in trouble if i do mm. it i mix them all the time i highly do you get in trouble okay well is that legal though that's the it's the them? trouble part that i'm really worried about because mm. well i want to say now i'm not a narc not when it comes to this stuff oh yeah no, I'm a narc for a lot of different things, but not about essential oils. So, you're not a narc. I can tell you that technically you're not supposed to mix them. Okay, well, I want, I kind of need all of you to 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 say that you're not narcs on it, just because. Oh, oh yes, I'm not a narc, and I won't tell Santa Claus you're trying to create his Christmas potion by mixing tea tree oil and peppermint. <laughs> uh, what? That's crazy. Cameron, how did he... Is that st- like a standard mix for that? All of that sounds like narc talk to me. I haven't heard narc talk, but it just seems like it would fit in that category. Well, I reckon mm. I am not a narc. So okay. I'll say yes. Now that sounds legitimate. That I trust, ultimately. The, the, there's nothing that I trust more than someone whose accent drastically changes to answer the question, are you a narc? Okay. Well, it sounds like he, it sounds like our guest here is a man of culture mm-hmm. who's experienced a lot of different accents out in the world. I mean, do you travel much? Gunther? Well, I do go to the different regions along uh, Antarctica, and you know, along the way, there are so many different regional dialects that you just can't help mm-hmm. but pick them up uh, as you're going along. Okay. Well, and so, well, so whenever I guess talk of narcs comes up, and that brings you back to this one specific part of Antarctica where mm-hmm. everyone was mixing tea tree oils and whichever other oils oh i reckon it was a huge operation down in them parts honestly i feel like we're getting too close to and i this might be news to you guys but this is actually being recorded so let me um let's mm. let's get from our audience let's make sure they're not narcs either okay okay that's let good. me um send out a <laughs> message okay yeah. we've got okay first listener 
says they're not a narc. Okay. Okay, okay good. And second lister says they're not a narc. Okay, we're That's good. everyone. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Excellent. Amazing. Sorry. Uh, this treatment you said you were focused on the essential oils, but now you've moved on to something else, Dr. Cal? Mm, yes. Uh, it is uh, a little something that I have discovered. Um, are you familiar at all with uh, trepanning at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Great, great. And I, I am not. So maybe I would I would love to hear uh, what that is. This is such a big deal in med school. But yeah, I'll let you go. I'll let you tell oh, Dr. Cal sure. since that's your thing. Of course. Um, so it is a very simple procedure where um, a person will take a, a sharp object, either a circle or, you know, a circular object or knife if you will and bore a hole into the head uh, to let out some of the pressure and the blood that may build up in the skull that is causing them you know mental issues or um, oh boy you know you have seen a lot of instances of demon possession especially around here Mm. so I mean when you say pressure to release pressure you're talking about like pressure at work pressure in your marriage pressure oh, I mean, everyday pressure oh wow. um you know surfing, and it just, surfing yeah. especially the surfing. Of surfing. Oh, yeah. i have so many patients who come to me with their stresses about surfing and that is really what got me started with with this study was their pain oh, wow yeah really I'm glad I'm not alone in that because like mm-hmm. medicine's whatever, but like the surfing has really been taking its toll on me mentally and emotionally. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. you know, oh, so, so Dr. London, are you on board for what we're describing here? Boring into your skull to release some of the, the pressure of the surfing competitions you enter? Well, there, there is, you know, some historical precedent for trepanning. It was, um, you know, it was done a lot in the olden times, you know, to relieve because, Sometimes you do have too much oh, pressure in your the head. Olden mm. The olden times. The olden times, yes. Uh, like Game of Thrones times or like the prestige times? Uh, I want to say Game of Thrones times. Closer to okay. that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it was this thing where you have, you know, let's say you have a sort of hemorrhaging in your in your skull, in, inside, you know, in your brain. Oh, you have to relieve that pressure. Competitions. Yeah, from yeah. surf competitions. Uh, then you would you know, hack in however you could and relieve that pressure. And back before they had sort of modern devices, uh, that was that was the methodology used. Now, in my understanding, the the methodology is methodology has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But do you still use the the sort of sharp, you know, whatever chisels that you can find around the house? Well, I have taken a uh, new direction, if you will, to this procedure where instead of... modernized it. Oh, yes. Innovated on it, it sounds like. Oh, 100%. I mean, it it is an archaic practice, I will say. You know, um, it it, it is a testament uh, to old practices. And that's why I wanted to... And that's how you know it's real and good. Exactly. Uh, but you know, even great things sometimes need a little facelift. So instead of removing pieces of skull from my patients, uh, I have started to put p- 
pieces of other people's skulls uh, onto their own in a uh, grafted sense. And what I have found is that it keeps out all of the negative stressors that uh, cause the hemorrhaging uh, in the brain. Okay. So it, would, so you're covering someone's head with uh, pieces of another person's skull. Do you, are you covering the entire head? Oh, or yes. Just, oh, okay. Like so it's helmet? like a helmet of someone else's Skull. Yes. yes, it looked like a Pokemon. <laughs> uh, yes, actually, Wally, why don't you come on over here oh. and just show the fellas uh, your head real quick? Mm-hmm. Hello, fellows. Oh, Whoa. hi. Yes. yes so- I can't. I can't tell what side of you is speaking. Does that make sense? Oh yes, I get, I get that quite a lot, quite a lot. Um. It is this, my mouth in the middle of the skull, uh, castle that has okay. been built around me. Yeah, yeah, well, I think that's part of it. Is that It's hard to see any sort of facial features with... I, I guess I didn't skull. picture this amount of skull on top yeah. of your skull, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I've, oftentimes... I mean, can you see Can you see out of it? Are there eye holes? I can't even really... I can, can you eat? barely see, and I can barely eat... So, but you can. I can. Oh, yes, yes. Quite, quite, sir. Uh, yes. Yes. We, we have a very nice feeding tube for him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And this, while well, you're happy with the results of this surgery? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I am impenetrable, my dear boy. I oh, can oh, do anything. Has it, helped, has it helped with the stresses of surfing, though? That's really been the major issue that we've been talking about. Oh. Yes, I'm the surfing champion from 1965 to 1974, my boy. Wally, how about you go out to the beach and show them all of your great surfing skills? Oh, okay, all right. We'll go and surf it up right now, riptide. Yeah, so I see. Yeah, just dragging his head Mm -hmm. behind his body. Okay, is that good? He's running very fast, but yeah, sort of bent backwards because of the weight of this extra skull mm-hmm. so is it just one I mean, skull what? that's on top or is uh, it multiple it is multiple skulls um all donated yeah is that like a premium service to to upgrade like you get double the skulls or triple the skulls or whatever it really that's an extra expense no the extra expense comes in when you have um famous skulls for example um, yes, I did acquire a piece of Elvis's skull um, that is grafted oh, wow. to the very back of Wally's head, um, just for a bit of stability. Uh, you, Elvis notoriously has a very thick skull. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and Wally, look at Wally is surfing, but he's holding the surfboard above his head while he's surfing on the waves with his bare feet. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. I mean, Doctor Lennon, can you? I've never seen you do that. I no, well. My the the weight and my center of gravity is a lot different, I think, than than what he's dealing with here. Uh, so, so Dr. Cal, you you mentioned something about you know these donated skulls, mm-hmm. and it does beg the question because you, you said Elvis, so that sounds like a hard to acquire skull. What about um, you know, just I guess how do you get so many skulls? Are you digging up bodies or like like what's the? Well, yeah, I mean like. Dr. Lennon, you can't be so rude to our guests and accuse them of digging up bodies. Okay. I, did, did, did someone from Elvis's estate donate the skull? See, Dr. Lennon, that's more polite. Okay. 
Oh Thank no, you. I definitely stole the skull of Elvis Presley. Oh, yes. Wow. No, well, I can't quite say stole because I did just only want to remove a small portion of the skull for Wally's you know, operation. So I took the piece that was necessary and then, uh, you know, blessed it with some essential oils and put it back to rest. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I was at least considerate. So so you only got the one piece, Mm -hmm. but even though in your mind you're thinking, well, there's a market for this because you said it's more expensive to get the, so you only took the one piece. Do you plan to go back if someone else wants some Elvis skull? and get more oh definitely yes i will take any excuse to go to nashville (laughs) okay okay okay. yeah of course yeah you gotta (laughs) uh, see the country music hall of fame yes okay i see the reasoning there and okay i do see um wow wally's really going for it mr gromit he is surfing and okay it is he is somehow surfing the waves up to us in the studio and then pushing the waves back into the ocean yeah and then once again wally yes can you hear can you hear me yeah i'm so surprised that you can stay level at all because it looks like you are teetering every moment with the weight of your skull laden head yes correct it provides me a balance do you have do you have back pain like severe back pain Yes, I do. It's been built into the skull, so I always feel back pain, and it replaces my problems with back pain. Okay. W- when did you, Wally, when did you get this surgery done? It was an... <laughs> and for the listener, he's still surfing this whole time. Mm-hmm. It was Which, an... Yeah, it does demonstrate some resilience, some endurance. 1937, it was done to me by... By Dr. Cal's great aunt, Dr. Val. Yes. Okay. Mm. Oh, wow. So this is sort of like a family enterprise. Yes. As I said, I come from a long line of uh, health practitioners. So. Mm-hmm. And so you went to get the skull for it, for that, that part. Mm-hmm. And for your great aunt. Yes. I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry. Just trying to get the timeline here. Sure. So, I'm sorry. I know. I look very young for my age. Yeah. But that is with the essential oils. You know, they do yeah, wonders. Yeah, I mean, I would trust. Dr. London looks like shit. I would never trust his medical advice. Well, now, I wasn't but going I mean, to say anything. Yo, you don't have it. Everyone knows Everyone it. Knows. It's sort of an established yeah. thing, yeah. The thing you need to know about us uh, Antarcticans, it's it's real simple. Since we're kind of sitting there on the very bottom of the earth, we go around the sun a whole lot less. So we age so much oh, slower. Wow. Uh, okay, yeah. Just less that... time passes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that actually makes a ton of sense. So you're probably like four years old or something, technically, right? Technically. It's kind of like if you're born on like a leap, leap day, day yeah. then you're only having a birthday technically every four years. Yeah. Okay. It's like that. So what, I guess, Wally, so you've got Elvis's skull grafted to your skull. I mean, how has that changed your life like how how, what has changed ever since that surgery 80 years ago oh yes well i'm much better at surfing for example Um, i noticed this 
I'm yeah. also uh, quite famous for uh, for surfing and for having a skull grafted to the back of my my skull. You know, it's been re- oh, it was okay. recent, but I actually heard about this too. Yeah. Yes, it's Very in recent. National Geographic. Oh, I've heard of that Geographic. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like a big benefit of getting Elvis's skull grafted to your head is just that other people know that you have Elvis, Elvis's skull grafted to your head. Yes. Is that, is that about right? Absolutely. Bragging okay. rights. Bragging wow. rights of a famous singer being grafted to the back of your head. And also, the demon that was inside me has left my body. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 a demon had left your body? What do you mean? Yes, well, I used to come down to spooky shores every single day to do my surfing. And one day, I tripped and fell on a seashell, and a demon came up and said, I can fix that for you. I can suck the poison out. And I said, this isn't a poisonous shell. And he began sucking anyway. And he put oh, wow. his soul in my body. <laughs> I was possessed for about 100 years. That's why That's why I'm still alive right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Wait. And Dr. So Cal, is that why you're still... I'm sorry. I, I don't I mean, I mean to interrupt. I'm just once again, trying to get this timeline figured out. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So it was, what, 90-ish years ago yes. that the surgery took place. Correct. And 100 years before that, I was possessed by a okay. demon okay. for 100 no. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Carry so, the two. So, well, you're from the prestige times. Yes, I'm from from the prestige times, as well as oh wow, from from uh, the ancient times. Oh. Well, well you mean well, it's 190ish years. Yes. Yeah. The Game of so, Thrones time. I, I feel mm-hmm. like. Maybe just my history books are wrong, but I feel like it's it's closer to just prestige times. I saw people getting. Their heads cut off by swords. What have you seen, Doctor London? Yeah, Doctor London. Yes, Doctor London. Yeah, Doctor London. Uh, yeah. What instruments have you seen cut someone's head off? Uh, well, do you, do you want me to tell about the cadaver lab in medical school? Because I, whenever we twist it by hand, no, I let's not do that. It um, sounds boring. I want to hear about the, the skull grafting so we can convince Gunther yeah. to well, join well, the elite. It sounds. It sounds like the medical school you went to couldn't afford tools, and so they just told you to yank the heads off. That once okay, once you're finished with the cadavers, you you do have to dispose of them. F- finished with? Yeah. What once you dissect them? Okay. Once okay. you hack them up, then you have then they have to be dismembered. I feel like we're getting too much into, you know, how medical school is. Uh, these are just things that everyone knows about medical school. Of course, at the sure, end of the sure. lab, you're going to have to cut off each limb and the head. And uh, sometimes you're low on saws to share between the students. And at those times, of course, you do have to just kind of twist. Yank it off. I mean, yank is, you can't just yank it off. You have to, like, these things are very secured on. They're, it's yeah, so, so you got to yank really hard is what you mean. Yeah. So uh, Put your feet up and just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean... Well, this this is all yeah. I was great at it. The, I, I, yeah, well, that's really really good, Doctor London. I am proud of that. But Wally, so clarify something. Are you possessed right now? Oh yes, I'm just trapped inside of a skull. Well, lots of you're skulls. Just, and the demon's more thoroughly me. trapped. Yes, so he can He's also suffering from back pain with me. It's great. Okay, so 
Okay, so, and so Doctor is was uh, was that the intended effect, uh, Doctor Cal? Yes, to trap the demon inside with Wally's own consciousness. It was. Mm-hmm. Okay, you wanted to see, I guess, if they could duke it out or something, like in in the arena of his body. Well, in theory, the demon is trapped in between the very small space. Uh, that is between the layers of skull. Oh, okay. Yes. okay. So it's so he's technically in the body, but technic- barely. Yes, it's almost like a genie in a bottle. You, you know, you don't you don't want to crack it open yeah. or anything. You don't want you don't want to know what's going to come oh, that's out. That's good to write. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, well, I just I I think it's rude to just go around opening bottles just in general. Oh, right. If if you don't own it, you lose the fizz. Yeah. And rubbing on a lamp, a magic lamp. Imagine someone walking into your home and starting rub, to rub on all your lamps. Uh, That'd be very weird and rude. Yes, agreed. Anyway, sorry, genies make me very mad. Yeah, I, I, the only way I, to acquire them and to meet them is to be very rude. I, I don't want you rub to people's lamps. Look, Cameron's gonna go off on this if we don't sorry, stop him I now. Just, he just. He d- uh, genie culture. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. We, we we don't need to go uh, but, down this. Uh, so, so Gunther. Um, uh, yes. Yes. Hello. You've you've heard the benefits of this procedure. Yes. Yeah. The benefits of trapping a demon in between levels of your skull that then gives you the confidence to surf to, well to surf or relieves the pressure of. Like the angst, the pressure the that comes along yeah. with being so successful at surfing is really, yeah. Is that is so? Is that like is that is that why you're why are you trying to get this surgery or th- even thinking about it? I guess you're a skeptic, right? Oh, of course, absolutely. And I guess to sum it up, you see Wally over here, and he's got this. He did it for you know the demons that were possessing him, the surfing abilities, things like that. Yeah. And I just feel so bad because I know that some people need this operation to continue to live a normal life, whereas for me, it's purely cosmetic. Um, I'm wearing this very ridiculous hat right now because I'm ashamed of the size of my skull. Us uh, marble noggins have notoriously small heads. Shit. Is Is that hat considered ridiculous? I was about to mention that, like, I have that exact same hat, and I wore it. I wore it to my so, brother's funeral. Yeah, is that hat considered ridiculous? It is also Antarctic tradition. So but that doesn't. Well, I, I just. I feel. Cameron, I feel are like, you Antarctican? Are you? I don't know. No one said anything about the hat. I wore it to my brother's funeral. No one said anything, but no one said anything positive either. Like that hat looks cool. That hat looks good. That hat looks like what my people wear. Yeah, no, I'm really, yeah, I'm, no, I'm really worried that that was inappropriate. You know, Cameron. So, I'm sorry. I'm you, sorry to interrupt, Cameron. You might benefit from my procedure. It seems like you have a lot of stressors oh. in your life, and it's even though it's not necessarily surfing. It seems like your fashion stress is causing you a lot of pain. Yeah. So my, fa- I do come from a long history of fashionistas and. Um, just sort of like people who are hype beast and people who are really into the mm. latest styles. And so, yeah, yeah. How hats look are very important, especially at like a formal event, like a funeral. Well, uh, one thing I should say before we move on for, for our listeners is that uh, Gunther is wearing a pirate hat. Uh, that's, it's a whatever, tri-corner. Yeah, it's a tri-corner pirate, pirate hat. hat. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. And it's got like the 
sometimes I forget that uh, I forget that podcasts are not a visual medium, and that visual jokes yeah. won't always fly. No, it's and it's it's fine. It's just um, you know, it's one of these things where you're you're struggling with this, and Cameron struggles with this, and so yeah. whenever. Possibly anyway, at the funeral, what might have happened is that people were scared of you, intimidated because they think because oh. you know they're worried about having their music illegally downloaded, you know, pirated and whatever. And I, you know, and they're worried. Yeah, a pirate came in and is trying to steal it back. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't actually make a lot of sense. But okay, Gunther. So you've got the hat to cover. I mean, you want it just for cosmetic reasons? You were saying I do. I do. My head is incredibly small without this hat. Oh, okay. So you're just trying to sort of grow your skull. Yeah, it. I just want more skull added to my existing skull to maybe equal, like, a regular human skull. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you hadn't pointed out, I wouldn't have noticed it, but your head is freakishly small. It's so tiny. I think I could... F- Can I try fitting your head in my palm? Well, if you insist, here we go. I do very much insist. Oh, Ow. wow. Oh, Ow. it gets smaller. It's like a Ow. sponge. Ow. Okay, so Ow. so what that makes me think is that possibly Do you, wanna, Ow. you don't you don't want to give it a you don't want to give it a squeeze. Hey. I, I just Hey, stop just a, that. Ow. So, well, okay. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's up my nose. Here's what okay. are you doing? In newborn well, babies. I was trying to see if that had the same sort Ow. of sponginess. In newborn babies, this is an issue. And I don't normally see this in grown adults. So in newborn oh. babies, they, the it's still the cartilage hasn't you know solidified into bone yet, and so uh, it's like their skulls aren't even trying. Um, so this might be the same kind of issue. You're saying Gunther might have a case of baby head. Yeah, essentially. And so I don't know oh, how wow. to. Um, and obviously I contractually, I couldn't, I couldn't speak more on that particular clinical syndrome because that wasn't, it, it's not the zinc reticulum, but right. the, the frustration of course here is it does need something. And I, I don't possibly an extra skull layer might be the thing. I don't, if it hasn't solidified by now, that does, I don't know, that, that seems concerning. Gunter, look at me. I, I'm your, I'm your brother, Gunter. Wait, what? Oh, wow. Gunther, look between the cracks of the skulls. It's me. I, no, it can't I be. I can't see anything it to can't be. Wally. Yes. Wallerson Gromritzer Marble Noggin. He, he died in that freak surfing accident. A hundred years ago today? That's what I thought. Exactly a hundred years ago today. You must get the surgery, my brother. You must save your squishy skull. You, I I think there might be an issue though in that I don't think a single skull is really going to do it. You you're going to need like I I feel like 15 20 skulls 25 just to get to a normal human size. Skull. It's about layering, especially in this colder season. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dr. Cal, is that something that you can actually do like just stack them up and just get as big as you want? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh we can do as many layers as we don't as need you want. famous skulls. Yeah, we we can settle for like. You're saying we? You're not even letting other choose if he wants fame. I'm sorry. I'm still I'm still reeling about the fact that my dead brother is right here in front of me. Yes, my brother. Look at me. Wait. You can get the skull of Wayne Brady grafted onto the back of your head. 
R- really? Whoa. Yes, even though he's still alive, Dr. Cal is a miracle worker. I, I can get in there real miracle? quick. Real what, quick? What kind of miracle Whoa. would that be? A miracle of taking someone's skull who's still alive and putting it onto another alive man's head. So it'd be trepanning t- for the purpose of reverse tri- trepanning? Am I getting that right? Okay. Well, around, around. goes around. <laughs> Can I? I'm not. Master Wayne. What comes around goes around. Is that penguin speak again? It's the it's popping up all the time. I, again, I just feel like there's context that would be really that the penguins might have been talking about that maybe you missed. Like you you kind of thought this was sort of just a like a slogan that the penguins had, just like a catchphrase. Uh, Doctor Cal. Um. Yes. I'm starting to lean more and more towards this reverse trepanning for the sake of giving me more skull. But can I at least pick? The first five skulls that I want. Yes. How about you give those to me right now? I want a little bit of Monica, a little bit of Erica, a little bit of Rita, a little bit of Tina, and a little bit of Sandra. Uh, You say Reba? Uh, Yes, Reba. Okay. Yeah, no, he he mentioned those were just all the names of the actors in the TV show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. yeah. Cheyenne was played by Monica and so on and so on. I love that show. Wonderful. Reba was played by uh, Reba, I believe. Erica was Reba was played by Erica. Okay, and And it's it's Doctor Lemon doesn't own a TV. Uh. But Gunther, what was your reservations beforehand? Like you've been convinced very quickly, but what like why were you on the fence about it? Well, the thing is, I felt I felt so bad originally about the fact that I just wanted it for the cosmetic reasons. But then Mm. I, I guess my brother, who I was about to call douchebag, but will still call douchebag, I realized he just did it for the hell of it, and it's like. I can do that too. So really, I'm so just a very. Doing it for health I'm reasons, a very shallow. I was possessed by a demon. I'm a shallow, yeah, easily don't... convinced person. What can what can I say? So are you not? Are you demon possessed at all? Is there anything you're trying to trap oh, inside? Probably. <laughs> oh, okay, I think it might explain yeah, my accents. You... So, ju- just for, a... for for all the listeners. Uh, Generally, medically speaking, I would say don't undertake any sort of surgery without, you know, casually. I, I would say probably not a casual thing to do. Uh, that that being said, there is a time and place for it. Like, for instance, in Zinker's diverticulum, you might need to have that surgically repaired. Um, I, I'm not positive. I, this this procedure is fairly new yeah, to me in the modern sense. I can tell you're not positive. Sense. You have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this what? isn't your. This is an innovative new surgery, Doctor London. And I. This is revolutionary. Of course, you don't know about it. They didn't teach you about it back in medical school. Back when you were went to school in 1983. Yeah. So you know what? I I think that we've kind of made some progress here. But even at the beach, we still have some chores to do. Oh, chores. Why did you have to mention that? I was really hoping I ju- we could just skip that. Well, in part because my suitcase was mostly taken up by chore wheel. Yeah, that is true. Do you want me to explain? Yeah. people are probably confused. Yeah. If, if you're a new listener, if you're a third listener to this show, every single week, Dr. London and I 
run into this issue where we have too many chores that have piled up. Too many things on our to-do list, too many things that we've been neglecting, too many things that well, we should have taken care of, but we didn't. We put them all on a huge wheel and every single week we spin it in whatever chore it lands on. That is the task that we have to do. Have to. Have to, whether we want to or not. And Dr. London regularly does not want to do it. Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, you're a very lazy man. It's chores. And for another, like, some of these chores are, like, really disconcerting. Like, you know, mop the windows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clean your neighbor's hairbrush. Scrub the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just. Scrub the hairbrush. It's mostly scrubbing things. Yeah. Uh, Which, like, that takes so much muscle. And I, like, I work out and then I want to leave to work out to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In any case, uh, if. I don't know, D- Dr. Cal, would you mind giving the, the chore wheel a spin? Oh, sure. Of course. Uh, zoom. Oh, oh, no, not this one. Okay. Um. Oh, dang. We have, to, we have to do it, right? You do have to do it, Dr. Lennon. This is the contract we signed. Yeah. Okay. So, um. If we don't do the chore that the chore wheel landed on, we lose a toe. And it's like, why even bring the whole wheel? If, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If we're going to lose a toe. Okay. Um, so we uh, have assignments, clinical assignments sometimes. Uh, the, the mayor's been on to us, sent us, sent this assignment with us to the beach uh, because he was saying, like, it's just that it's that important. Um, these pumpkins that I have in front of us here, they have to have their surgeries. And he said only one doctor allowed to work on these. So everyone actually, if you could each take a scalpel. Okay. Ow. Um, oh, yep. other end. Okay. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Okay. Wait, are we doing one pumpkin per, or are we all doing surgery on the same pumpkin? I, I think we're going to just have to talk our way through as each of us takes a little jab at this thing. I just stabbed and it. See... Oh, no. I, I, okay. don't, I, I panicked. I panicked. I did the first thing that came to mind, and I stabbed the okay. pumpkin. I'm okay. sorry. Okay, 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 okay. Well, th- let's not panic. I really think okay. you might be possessed now, Okay. Actually. Almost um, certainly. That, that felt up. good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I like the confidence of it. Like you, you have no proof that you're possessed, but you're like, there's a really good chance. High probability. Okay. Yeah. Someone needs to call... That the police someone else needs to call an ambulance and someone else needs to start uh, yeah of course for the pumpkin yeah let me okay i'll text the police real quick yeah i'll call for not an the ambulance. band not the band ambulance no not the band i'm gonna just text sting, ambulance. Okay. sting if you we're in danger can get that pumpkin kit because please. we've got a stabbed pumpkin over here. Okay, sent. Okay. All right, well, so let's get cutting. Great, great. Okay. So, well, so you start us out, yeah. Dr. London. All right. Uh, scalpel. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep saying that every time I use it, by the way. Sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scalpel, scalpel, scalpel. Okay, so I'm going to make the primary incision okay. through this top part here and okay okay it, it smells weird and there's juice okay so i'm gonna step back uh Cameron, would you mind taking over i think there's supposed to be something inside the pumpkin that we're removing we're okay okay wait, wait, i don't get it like i this is not a human oh! if it was a human body i would know what to do but i 
I am oh, kind of freaking out. Pumpkin medicine at all? No. This is okay. Okay. But I'm, um, I'm going to so step back. Can I hand me the scalpel real quick? Yeah, I'm all nauseated. I'm not used to seeing this much juice from anything. I, I can deal yeah. with blood, but this. Oh. And the scalpel? You're still just holding on to it? Can I just? Do, can you can just I, hold my hand? Yeah, and then. Okay, so holding your hand, Doctor London, and then if we can just go. And I'm going to make an incision right here. Okay. And then I'm going to make an incision the opposite way right here. Then I'm going to make an incision the opposite way right here. And uh, uh, Dr. London, what does that look like? Ah! Yeah, that's right. An ant. You, the scariest animal you can think of. Yeah. Because they're so tiny, but they can lift 10 times their weight. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Terrifying. All right. And I, I'm sorry. I, I'm still freaking out. But, but. Uh, but is that is that pretty much what you're wanting? I don't know. The mayor said this oh, assignment, wow. and I'm still not sure what's happening. But Wally, would you mind taking a crack at this? Yes. Let me uh, let me uh, start uh, skinning and the beast. I don't know if I mean a literal crack in this. I I'm not sure. This is once again the mayor talked to me as if I would know. He's like, yeah, well, Wally, you put the hammer down. Wally, no, we don't need to actually no, crack it open I want to like that. Crack yeah, go it open like a walnut. No, 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 no. Here, here. Take the take the scalpel. Take Doctor London's Fine, hand that's I'll holding the scalpel hand. and guide his yeah, guide his hand. Slip it under the skin of the beast. And remove the orange peel. Wow, you've done this before. Oh wow, so smooth. You've skinned many a creatures before. Wow. So, 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 what are you doing here, Wally? You're just peeling orange pieces off of it. Yes. Mm. Wonderful. Wow. He must okay. have been watching my aunt Val's tapes. Mm. I'm not going to lie, gentlemen and uh, Doctor Cal. I think the demon has uh, taken hold of me. Hmm. It sort of sounds the exact same as you, also, Wally. So, I is that? I guess that's okay then. <laughs> Uh, it sounded like penguin for a second. Yeah, that sounded very penguiny. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Gunther, would you mind taking a crack at this? Okay. Well, that, I feel like okay, Doctor Cal. Then I, I, I'm getting a clear message there. Your pumpkin Dr. sucks. Cal. Hell. Yo, this okay. pumpkin sucks. It kind of tastes like uh, if somebody took a bunch of shit and ate it. How about that? Okay, I wait, guess. Wait, 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 wait. Is are we still talking to Wally here or not? <laughs> I guess you could say you're talking to Wally. It's me, it's your pal Grem. I possess this old man oh. who's got a lot of skull attached to him as a joke for a lot of a long time. I just came here to say hi. I was about hi. to say you. So wait, wait. What's the deal? You okay? Okay. So, this is a former guest of ours. Yeah. Sorry to our listeners who may be confused at this. This this happens every few episodes, honestly. Um. One of our guests sometimes turns out to be Graham the uh, to, to, to yes. have the presence of another guest. Yeah, it's 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 usually me. It's usually Graham. I I usually take over your guests and uh, live in their bodies for hundreds and thousands of years until you show up. And now I can yeah. say, now we can hang out. Except I'm an old man covered in skull parts, like a little egg boy. All right. I'm impressed at the mul multitasking of this, though. Like. You, you've been able to come on this show multiple times while you were also busy possessing this man for the last, like, 190 years. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I, I like to use my time wisely. It's, yeah, that's really cool. Something the I penguins say, taught me. 
you know, Graham, you're welcome. You don't have to possess another, you know, person to come on the show. I'm trying to give back. you guys variety. I'm trying to give you guys exciting new people and just pretend like... it's not me. Is that I mean, variety? Wally was exciting. Well, and he did. I mean, he did have that surfboard over. Yeah, his well, head. he's fucking dead now. I killed his soul, and now I live in his body. And when I leave, he will die. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Your past fifty guests have also all been me. I just, I, 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 <laughs> that no, no, I could have. Have you done anything else for like the last year other than be on this podcast? Are you that big of a fan? I'm. A, I'm. <laughs> listen, those two listeners, they're both me. Oh wow! There are two people you have control of, and you have them both tune into the episode. Yeah, like, that makes more it. sense than most of what. Yeah. Most of what I experienced at this beach, for sure. I'm yeah, so, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, y- yes, uh, you said your name was Graham. I did have one question um, regarding the uh, listener uh, possession uh, slash guest possession. Uh, if you had possessed 50 or so other guests previously and you only let two of them listen to the show, is that what you're implying? Yeah, listen, it takes a lot of gusto to possess somebody. I can't sit there and wait for a download to happen while I'm trying to gusto them up. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Dr. Cal, you head. What are the other 48 people, what podcast do they listen to? Uh, mostly dumb stuff like the Beef and Dairy Network and My Brother, My Brother and Me. Uh, sometimes they listen to a uh, podcast yeah. that I'm a part of. It's called Dead Waves. <sighs> well, and I guess... That I, I should say now, um, I feel like we did the chore. I think we did it. It's this again. I don't know the end. What the intended end result of I, stabbing this pumpkin? Well, I think a bunch and then carving I, a little. I think the oh, mayor. Dr. Cal, do, do you have a? The, have you dealt with this before? Yes, I believe I actually know of a way that we can solve um, two problems at once. Um, Ooh. <clears throat> yes. Um, may I see that hammer one more time, please? Wally, do you have that hammer? Just go ahead and uh, throw that over. Yep, the, overhand. Yep, Good. Thank, thank you. There you go. And yeah, it was a, that was a full-on baseball. Yeah, I was trying hammer, to. You I caught was trying it to kill wonderfully. Her. I was trying to murder her. I was actually going to keep the hammer so I can start using it to break down houses near us. Well, hopefully that won't be an issue in just a moment. And smash. Ah! Okay, and now we're just going to take the pieces of pumpkin and place it over Wally's skull. And should be... Oh, there we go. The demon is leaving. Yes, it appears I am still alive within this body. Yes, pumpkin pumpkin is an all-purpose cure. Wally, can you even hear us now that you have a skull and extra skull pieces and now a pumpkin on your head? What? Wally, hello? What? Oh, dang it. Yeah. I'm going to go surfing again, so don't bother yeah. me. No, okay. I feel like we finished <laughs> with the chore. So I, mean, he, I love you, Gunther. You He's... can't hear me, but I love you. He is scurrying back to ride the waves. Man, he loves it. Dr. Lennon, he is a better surfer than you. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, well, that's... I don't know if that's really... Look at that! I'm so. Yeah, well, it's just because he's. I'm so possessed. Still, I'm going oh, to. Wow. I'm so, going to die now. Okay. Do we have another pumpkin? I mean, we don't have another pumpkin. It's it's, it's all good. Goodbye. So, 
I guess, yeah, just right before we um, finish up here. Uh, okay, just is there anything that you guys would like to, you know, let let our listeners know, like how they can keep up with you, Dr. Cal, uh, or Gunther, or, well, I guess Wally's busy. Yes. Uh, well, as strange as it sounds, um, that Grum Demon that was uh, possessing Wally earlier did mention a podcast called Dead Waves that I am also rather fond of. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you can. So this was sort of like an exciting celebrity meet for wow. A little bit. Grum. Yes. Until you banished yeah, wow. yeah, him. Mm, yeah. I. You know, I know how dangerous he can be. So, you know, I, I, I had to do my civic duty and protect you all. I felt, you know. Yeah, thank you. Thank oh, you. You're welcome. I appreciate oh, it. No thanks necessary. But um, yes, their their podcast is wonderful. Uh, I listen to on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, but now they have this website that you can go to deadwavesradio.com and you can listen to all of their episodes right there on the website. With my dying breath, I will tell you What is it? What is it? Come closer. I'm not gonna fall for this. No, no, no bit, no bit. Just come closer. Just no, it's please, please. My last words as a living being. Listen, listen to dead waves. Oh, oh wow! Gunther was also a huge fan, to the point that that was yeah his last words. So, uh, yeah, I guess listen to that. I, um, we've actually been on that podcast so like i can't i'd say yeah dad go ahead and listen to dead waves oh wonderful oh, gunther wait gunther's actually waking back up yeah. oh wait 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 wait. you were faking it oh yeah no i'm thinking but don't you think that like because we just exercised a demon that that demon might need a new host i'm sure are you, are you talking about me uh, no <laughs> i'm saying that do you not think that grum yeah, it's me. Gunther. How's it going? Okay. You caught me. It's me, Graham, again. Uh-huh. Hello. Okay. I love buttholes and fire and mm-hmm. Zima. And uh, these two guys, this little creepy doctor and his uh, little Cameron friend there, they make uh, they make good content, and they make good content on Dead Waves, where we did spooky little things to them with guns. <laughs> Yeah, I remember being very scared, uh, uncomfortable, and, but yes, and that is a ringing endorsement. Dr. London is by a the huge, way. yeah, he's a huge scaredy cat, and hearing about ghosts, goblins, and ghouls, it causes you to, well, I mean, get a little frightened out of your little underwear. Yeah, isn't that right, Doctor London? Yeah. And once again, now that we're we're talking about this and we're on the beach, the scariest place that I know, I'm thinking it's time to just can, can we. Can we be just be done? I like I'm fine. I'm really. It's been too much. Uh, and it's you know. <laughs> All right. Well, and there he goes. He is also running to the ocean to surf. You know what? I think it just everyone's in the mood for surfing today. That's awesome. All right. Well. Um. Uh. Well, thank you to our guests. Thank you to uh, Dr. Cal, to Gunther, and to Wally uh, for being on. Thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital Mouse. Digital Mouse. Digital Mouse. The 
these two guys, this new creepy doctor and his uh, little camera friend there. I saw people getting their heads cut off by swords. What have you seen, Dr. London? Yeah, Dr. London. Yes, Dr. London. Yeah, Dr. London. DrLennonSmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya.